0: All right, and we're back for another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop culture cosmos, inside sports, fantasy, football, and game source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I know I'm looking like I should be in the middle of cobra kai which i actually reviewed on for pop culture cosmos you got to catch that episode that already dropped right there for you but if you want to go ahead and support us any way you can it is truly appreciated another nail biter for the lakers today they did win 94 to 92 over the memphis grizzlies and this is the post-game wrap-up show We do appreciate everyone listening and following us. If you can support us at Thrive Fantasy, the daily leader in fantasy sports betting player props, if you want to go ahead and do that for the NBA, NFL, upcoming Major League Baseball, PGA, and eSports, just drop in the code LFB and they'll go ahead and match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $50. Also, you got to make sure you put in your first deposit at least $20 or more. But that's from our friends at ThriveFantasy.com or ThriveFantasy Fantasy on your local app. But I tell you what, good enough game. We'll take it. Sliding by, up by almost eight in the last minute. In fact, they were up by nine in the last minute, but managed to almost lose the lead. They sure uh, almost fumbled away, but they did come out the victors, 94-92 over the Memphis Grizzlies in a back-to-back game. The second of a back-to-back. And here today to talk about LeBron's. Saving performance once again. Stop me if you heard this, Tom, and everyone out there. Not so good floating through once again. Pretty good defensively, but he is back again to talk about it. It is Laker Tom. Again, LeBron James was here to save the day.
1: It's a good thing LeBron didn't decide to take off the first 30 days like was predicted, you know, when the schedule first exactly. came out. Because uh, the Lakers would not have a 6-2 and two record like they do. You know, I like excuse the last little kickups at the end of the game because we really had it won. I think what was impressive about this game for me, Gerald, was the combination of offense and defense that we saw from our superstars. Um, AD really has not been a force defensively. In fact, up until this game, he ranked last on the Lakers in the defensive ratings for individual NBA players on the Lakers. So you've been very good at pointing that out. Actually, I wanted to compliment you in pointing that out. He was he was great, and I mean that last block, both by both LeBron and AD, made clutch blocks and clutch baskets going down the end. That pocket pass to AD for the dunk at the end. You know that this is this is the formula that's going to win the championship. It all always will come down to how your superstars play. And Anthony Davis and LeBron James saved the Lakers' skins tonight. So congratulations for the Lakers. They've got. Four wins in a row now. They're six and two. We, the rest of January is going to be interesting, and then then we start February against the Milwaukee Bucks. So we have a chance if we can continue to run to to build up a record that's uh, comparable to what we did last year when we were twenty five and three uh, after that opening season loss to the Clippers. So uh, you know you breathe a sigh of relief. I really wasn't worried because it was you know they there just wasn't enough time for the for the Grizzlies to come back. Um, Again, the Grizzlies, you know, give them credit, down three of their best players and they came back and played well. This may have dropped the Lakers out of the top five offensively, but it probably solidified their position top five defensively. It was still a good defensive game all the way through, not against the best competition, of course, but slowly but surely the defense is coming to life and the team is starting to learn how to play uh, without, without the rim protection they had last year and still to excel defensively.
0: That's one thing they have to go ahead and and, uh, keep focusing on is trying to go ahead and hone in that defense. You don't have the shot blockers that you once did back there. AD is not the, the shot blocking force we have seen up until today. That's something that we've, we've talked about for a while now. I do want to compliment Wesley Matthews. I know it doesn't show on the box score and I know it doesn't show as far as a plus minus minus six. And if you're going off a plus minus, Seeing uh, Kyle Kuzma, you know, we, he was a source of frustration throughout the entire game. Yet he's plus twenty-one and all that stuff. So right. he knows he knows when to play. I guess he knows when to play, but or Frank Vogel when to play him. But West Matthews, several times, he was able to to go ahead and body up and play effective defense. Again, not necessarily offensively from anyone outside LeBron and AD was the performance you want to see. But still, defensively, it was much more effective tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, the plus-minus, for example, and net ratings are, are interesting statistics. They're, mi- they're misleading they often, sometimes. They often do point to the little things you do, but they also can be greatly influenced by who you're playing with. Exactly. Um, and uh, in this particular – in this, I just took a brief glance at the box scores. All of the starters were plus, and all of the bench were minus. Yeah. Um, but, again, we uh, the one thing I liked is that Bogle really kept it to a nine-man rotation. And everybody got a chance to play. Even if they didn't get into rhythm, they, they had an opportunity to get into rhythm, an opportunity to play with their teammates. Gasol made some good defensive plays, uh, ran into foul trouble late in the game. And, you know, it's, it's, it's again, that, that first 10 to 20 games, I think the rest of January is going to be the same type of story where we're going to sleepwalk through parts of the game because we're so confident we can beat the teams that we're playing but slowly but surely we're seeing the the team the players come out starting to get their legs um, the turnovers in the first half were extremely frustrating we played good defense but my god we turned the ball over like crazy um, we had a bad shooting from three-point land only shot 29 percent. so that will drop our percentages there and our position in the rankings we were the third best team in the league uh, before tonight but overall you know you can't complain these are the types of games that if you're a champion you come through and you win. And if you've got LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis on your team, you have a doggone good chance of doing that every single game. So uh, on to the next ones. Uh, I guess we've got a Wednesday and Thursday double hitter coming up. Is that correct? That's correct. Back-to-back Back-to-back. Back to back. One of them at home, I guess. We have to fly back and, and be ready for that game. And then uh, when they said they condensed the schedule, you really start to feel the effect of it, you know
0: absolutely so that's something that else, I,
1: I have to i have to give my wife the schedule for you know we have a game and a podcast honey and uh, it's like every day she looks at me she says again again it's thursday
0: and friday thursday, oh, and, thursday friday. and friday so you,
1: yeah thursday and friday back
0: to back and then their next game after that is sunday just to right. let you know so thursday friday sunday uh san antonio is uh coming to the staple center on Thursday, and then you have the Bulls coming to the Staples Center on Friday, and then the, the Lakers will be at Houston on Sunday, just to let oh, you know. And
1: don't we play a two-game series with Houston, I believe. So we play them again on Tuesday or something?
0: I'm going to check that a little further. I think you are correct on that. So that is uh, coming up to 12th. That is correct, back-to-back at Houston. So,
1: And, and this, this lets you see that this particular season – When you compress the games like that, I mean, there's very few chances that a team has to to actually have a practice during a regular season normally. Um, Because it's only when you get three games off will will the coach actually schedule a practice. And when you only get two games off, it's really hard because you want the players to recover. And so generally you have a shoot around, you have a film session, but you don't actually go out there and scrimmage. What it means is these games are the scrimmages. These games are where the players have to work out the wrinkles and work out how they get along with their teammates and figure the game out. It's, it's realistic to expect a little bit of erratic play for the first 20% of the season, which is in our particular case the first 14, 15 games. And then we hit a streak where I think we play the top three teams in the wet in the east in a five game sweat five game series of games we end up playing, the Bucks, the 76ers, and the Celtics, which uh, in early February. And that should be really the that's when I expect the team to really start to gel, the players to really start to focus. Hopefully the sloppiness and the nonchalance and the overconfidence that you get from playing uh, playing non-playoff teams will be gone and you're into the heart of the season and then you can start really competing. So uh, we still probably got the rest of this month as uh as our extended preseason. And then hopefully we get into the real games that count against the teams that are going to be the teams that you're likely to meet should you get to the finals. It'll be one of those teams. Um, I'm especially looking forward to the game against the 76ers. They seem to be right now maybe the most dangerous team in the East, um, at least from their record standpoint. Absolutely. I, I agree with
0: you on that. They're playing very well right now. Tobias Harris has found finally, the kind of play that they want to go ahead and have in Philadelphia. And uh, as it was noted today, wouldn't you know it comes under doc rivers who was basically laughed out of the LA Clippers and moved to Philadelphia. And look what happened there. Seth Curry is playing very well himself. So yeah, there's a lot of great things that I'd like to see when they match up against Philadelphia and Philadelphia has always been a strong home team. But getting back to what we're uh, with the Lakers, like you said, it's just can they go ahead and make their way through this, this laissez-faire schedule right now and keep focus enough to go ahead and not get any surprises? Because you see going into the fourth quarter and even into the early part of the fourth quarter, they're down. They're they're just not able to go ahead and, and muster enough strength. You can see that they just go, could go ahead and have the lead anytime they wanted to. It just a matter of effort, I think, at some, at some times that I saw. But on the defensive end, finally, we were able to see some signs of life there, more to what Frank Vogel was like to seeing. But they just need to put it together all in one package. And as of yet, I have yet to see that.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think the other thing you're going to see when once you get into February is I don't see the team continuing to do the 11-man rotation. Um, I think that there's going to have to be somebody who's going to be out of that rotation because it does make it a very hard substitution. It puts you with so many different combinations of players on the floor that it's hard for guys to get into a rhythm in a sense of who they're playing with. One of the nice things about having an eight or nine man rotation is that everybody knows when they're going into the game. They know who's going to be in the game with them. They're able to develop some rapport and they know what that this player and that player, where they want the ball, how they want the ball. You just develop a, a true rotation that actually is of people that know how to play with each other and have experience doing that. When you're early in the season like this and you've got five new guys and, and Frank is shuffling around and going every game with a different type of rotation, I mean, we haven't seen Matthew's closing games. That was brand new situation today. And you look at, at all of the different things going on, it's really hard to 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 play when you're doing that. And and especially when you're talking about an 82 game season, because it all of a sudden it becomes it becomes like gym ball, you know, where you, you go into the gym and you got four new guys that are gonna be that you pick up to play with and you call next on the court and you're out there and you don't really know what's happening with the guys and you don't have that built-in experience that you get from playing a whole season with people and playing yeah. with the same guys over and over. So we're, you know, we're fortunate that we got LeBron James and Anthony Davis to save the, save the day. And uh, I'm sure there are going to be many more games over the next two weeks where we're going to see that same formula come to forth.
0: This is Raphael from NBA DraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character driven, and the stakes are high, and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past ten years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide, seven days a week, or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on over thirty more podcast outlets. Again, they're good doing a back-to-back back at the Staples Center. I will also have upcoming an interview with Raphael Barlow, who's going to be joining us for a one-on-one. We're going to go ahead and schedule that, and it looks like we're going to drop that probably in the interim, so you can check that out on the Lakers Fast Break channel, wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm looking forward to that. But Laker, Tom, I know you're working on some great stuff for Lakerholics.com. What's going on with Lakerholics.com?
1: I've been trying to basically talk about the defense that we're playing, um, the difference, the fact that that in addition to the changes in the roster and the shortening of the schedule, the Lakers are playing a completely different defensive approach than he used last year with Frank Vogel in that we had two rim protectors who basically weren't very good at defending on the perimeter. So as a result, every time there was a screen or every time a person attacked the paint, you had drop coverage, which means that the center is going to slide back and protect the rim. He's not going to go out and try to attack the ball, ball handler or attack the shooter and you give up a lot of easy mid-range shots and, and a lot of, a lot of uh, activity right around the key that you didn't normally give up. In the playoffs, the Lakers basically adopted a different approach when, when they had LeBron and AD doing the shot blocking and Markeith Morris playing the four. And what you ended up with was a, a faster, quicker, more athletic lineup that was able to switch on players, that was able to make rotations faster, was able to challenge shots in everywhere in the mid-range and at the three-point line. They've actually tried to make a switch where they're taking, let's call them a smarter player in Marc Gasol and a more athletic center in Montrez Harrell to replace two guys who were both very athletic but limited on their ability to defend once they got away from the rim. Yeah, And having to learn how to play that way is totally different for everybody on the team, even the guys who are returning, because you can't, you can't give guys in the outside the room that you used to be able to or you, you have to give them more room now because you're going to you don't have anybody behind you protecting your back at the rim the way you used to do with Dwight and, and, uh, and JaVale. So you've got to stay in front of your man. You've got to be able to switch fast. We're seeing a lot of trapping where they're going to trap and then rotate where guys are rotating two or three guys and rotating at the same time. And when it works, it's terrific. It's a formula that we use to win a championship, and it's the formula that we're trying to get these guys, especially the new centers, Gasol and Harrell, used to playing. So I'm spending a lot of time in the, uh, both in the comments and in the articles I write explaining that situation, the difference, and, and how it's affected the Lakers' defense early in the season, and also the good progress that we're making toward achieving that. And these two games, these last two games that the Lakers played against the Grizzlies, even though they were a playoff competitor, the defense was excellent overall. You know, there were obvious lapses here and there, but generally speaking, guys were challenging shots. Guys were rotating fast. Guys were making the switches when they had to, and we were trapping people out on the perimeter and and doing the rotations that you have to do to play that kind of defense. So it's a brand new thing for Frank Bogle to have, have given up. This is a guy who, you know, has always had a rim protector and, you know, practically the inventor of defensive, you know, verticality when he was in the at Indiana. And so it's interesting to see how he's he's adapted himself to the newer NBA, to what he learned in the playoffs, and to the skill sets of LeBron James and Anthony Davis defensively. We saw that tonight with the blocks that came at key moments from both LeBron and AD. So we're making good progress. Um, I still think we're probably five or six games away from being able to to make the right moves. And I think part of those big decisions that Frank is going to make is deciding who's going to be closing games. I don't think we're going to be closing by committee once no. we get a little further down the road.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's going to have to work out that way. And obviously keeping the guys healthy and safe, yep. is obviously paramount as we're seeing with KD, who is out four games just by contact
1: due to the coronavirus. Yeah, it's kind of strange that they're, I mean, he's had, he's had coronavirus. He's had COVID-19. Yet the they don't make any differentiation to that. That, yep. and part of it is that they they don't have complete evidence as to the transmissibility of the disease once you've had it. You know, you may not be able to get it, but you may be able to carry the virus and transmit it to other people. So at they're least, on the side of caution, my friend. They you got to be careful. You know, they're I mean, on the
0: side of caution.
1: Yeah, and you know, you just you wonder what's happening with AC. You know, did he did he get COVID or was was it just a uh, contract tracing type of situation where they wanted to keep him away from people and were isolating him exactly um, so you're worried about what
0: his status will be when he comes yep. back uh, he's going to be able to round into form things of that nature but it's still early in the season so i guess if it's going to happen i guess might as well be now <laughs> right. i want hopefully,
1: hopefully they learn from it too that how yeah. did it happen what you know who is a player did did alex do something did he go somewhere that he shouldn't have gone you wouldn't expect that from a guy like alex you know i mean He's he doesn't have yeah, the reputation of, of a guy. Right, who but
0: again, well, hold on, Laker Tom. It, it's not always them got them going to a. a no, it Laker. could be the grocery store, or it yeah. could be
1: it 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 could be DoorDash coming to your door and leaving a exactly. package. I mean, no, I wasn't I wasn't insinuating that. Yeah, know, I mean, you
0: was, could go to Costco. I mean, I go to yeah. Costco uh, once every couple of weeks. You saw what happened in Upstate Washington, where 145 people plus uh, that work at that Costco got infected by it so yeah you don't know where you're going to get it you don't know how it's going to happen yeah. you just you try can get to get it keep anywhere safe now as, safe as possible absolutely just try to keep your safe as self as safe as possible thank you for the thumbs up including chris lebron want to go ahead and give a shout out for the off the network.com give him a shout out out there they do a lot of great work as far as out there for all the sports coverage so off the network.com thank you for the thumbs up truly appreciate it and thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. But before we hand on out, my friend, I want to go ahead and, again, let everybody know we'll be back, back-to-back, back, Thursday and Friday. So you're going to see our ugly faces again this Thursday and Friday for the back-to-back games when the Lakers go ahead and come home to Los Angeles. They're going to go ahead and play. start off with San Antonio on Thursday. So our last game of the right? year
1: with San Antonio, actually.
0: Yep. Yep. So we're going to see more San Antonio again, but we truly appreciate you listening to us, watching us, following us, doing anything you can to help us out here at the Lakers fast break. Again, stop me. If you heard this before, like last season, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, they came to play today. Anthony Davis with 26 points, 10 rebounds and three block shots. Finally a game that was more what we're used to from the Lakers and also, of course, LeBron James turning it on in the fourth quarter. Once again, you knew he wouldn't be stuck with five at halftime, but 26 points, 11 rebounds, seven assists. Funny how, for the most part, now, before we head on, I want to ask you one last question. Funny how, for the most part, his assists are a little bit down, even though up until today's game, the offense was up. Maybe Schroeder is is taking a little bit of the usage because of that. I'm, I just, I'm it, just speculating.
1: I think I don't have a hesitation at all to say that LeBron could get his 11 assists assists per game if he wanted it, but I tend to think that he's doing two things that, uh, that are maybe his version of load management instead of taking off the first month like everybody was suggesting that he was going to be doing. He's done two things differently. One is that he's picked his time and place to really have an impression on the game. And you notice those assists are coming in the fourth quarter. Those points are coming in the fourth quarter. Those points are coming when the Lakers need them and the same with the assists. So he's basically using that. Plus I think, and it wasn't tonight, but his three point shooting, you know, he's had one of the best three point shooting nights, uh, years so far that he's had in the last five or six years. He was a 40% three point shooter at one point in time in in Miami. Miami. And he shot 39% at one year in Cleveland Before tonight, he was shooting 38.5%. And he looks good on his threes, you know? I mean, he's firing from the logo like Steph Curry. So I think LeBron is getting craftier and smarter about how to use his energy in the game and how to save himself for the long season, especially when you have a short layoff like we did this particular year. It's just a marvel to watch the guy. He is so intelligent. His basketball IQ Is just off the charts. I've never seen anybody. I mean, I've watched basketball for over 50 years, and I haven't seen anybody who's got the intelligence and the savvy, along with the skill to make it really work, than LeBron James. He is, in my opinion. He's well, in, my, think, in my opinion, he is the goat. No question about well, it.
0: Well, you could say like a Magic, or you could say like a Michael, but Michael wasn't as big as LeBron, and Magic he wasn't as fast uh, as right. LeBron, as you know, and obviously couldn't shoot outside as well as LeBron. He's, can the, ultimate, he's the
1: ultimate unicorn that's playing yeah. the game today, and he still is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if they again, if they, I, I said this before he came to LA, and if he, they actually drew or you know scientifically calculated what's the exact best type of body type or, you know, as far as size, weight, strength, a
1: skill, he comes as close to it as he possibly can. You know, watching him go downhill a couple of times for layups tonight was just amazing to think that this guy is 36 years old. Not so amazing. If you're (laughs) on the Grizzlies end and you're trying to defend that. Take I mean, he just blew by guys. I mean, just amazing. Just amazing. thank god he's done the lakers man that's all i can say it's uh, you know uh you
0: know i know we disagree on a lot but that we definitely yeah, 100 agree on for sure for sure indeed thank but, you LeBron. yes thank you indeed but check out laker tom's articles each and every time out at lakerholics.com also his medium.com site which is getting in a whole bunch of traffic right there just go to laker tom on medium.com also as well once again thrive fantasy if you go ahead with the code lfb on your first deposit they'll match it up to 50 dollars dollar for dollar if you just type in the code lfb as long as you do go ahead and have your first deposit over 20 dollars and that's at thrivefantasy.com or just download thrive fantasy the leader in fantasy sports betting player props of course on your mobile app well, tell you what, again, we squeaked out with another victory, 94-92. Right now, I think we're 6-2 and two on the season. Still early yet. Hopefully that will, by the end of the day, lead the Western Conference. It would be nice to go ahead and head on home back to Los Angeles with the Western Conference lead on our arms. So hopefully that will be the case. Tom, it's been great having you on once again. Thanks so much to Nico and Chris for liking us. Everybody for watching us on Facebook Live and YouTube cannot thank you enough for doing so we'll be back on thursday it'll be san antonio visiting the staples center and we'll have the post game here at the lakers fast break podcast